Hey friends, Michael McCurry here. Welcome to Bible Tract Echoes. Thank you so much for taking of your time and joining me right here. Right here for me today is in Kenya. We are in Africa. I say we because it's my wife and I have the opportunity to come over here with Baji Bob DeWitt. Some of you have heard of him before. You've maybe even heard him on the radio program before. We're having a wonderful time. We're going to talk more about what we're doing here and all that in the coming days and weeks. I know we have holidays and all those types of things. I do want to talk about the holidays. But right now, I'm going to ask you if you would to tune your minds and tune your hearts. Oftentimes, we can allow ourselves to get so sidetracked by the needs, by our needs. We forget that there are so many others around the world that have even greater and more needs than we have. I'm standing right now in the courtyard of this hotel. Costs about $16 a day. Uh, the service is impeccable. It's phenomenal. If you leave your laundry on the ground in your room on, on the floor, then they will do your laundry for you and fold it and put it back in your room when you come back that night. Uh, they'll clean your boots. The weather over here can get a little rainy and it's actually beautiful right now. If the temperature is about 76 degrees, I'm sure many of you are jealous about that right now but it is a beautiful day. Remember, we're about nine hours ahead of central time where I normally live in the United States. We're having a great time. My wife is over there talking to some of our new Kenyan friends and uh, we're having a wonderful time. But as I have traveled this country over these past few days and we'll be here for a grand total of about two weeks, I have noticed for myself how good of a reset it can be to travel to a place like this. Now, that's not the only reason I'm here. But I have found that in these trips to what the socioeconomic folks would call developing or underdeveloped countries or even third world nations, all those types of uh, highfalutin words, you realize that we've got it good. You realize that we need a little bit of a paradigm shift. You know, some decades ago, a famous author by the name of Stephen Covey, Covey, if I'm pronouncing it right, I apologize. I'm blanking on how to pronounce his last name, but I think he wrote The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People or something like that. And long story short, he tells a story from decades ago, got on a public bus and uh, some a family was either on the before or after him, a dad and a few children, and the children were acting up. They were just absolutely beside themselves and they were all over the place just kind of bouncing around the bus, not sitting down, screaming, just being incredibly annoying. And uh, Mr. Steven, after a little while, he had had all he could take. Now he was a fairly gracious person, I think, but uh, it took a little while to really get his goat, but he got there. And so he went to the man and said, sir, could you please try to control your children? And the man said, sir, I, I, I know I need to, but uh, we're just coming from the hospital where my wife, their mother, just passed away. And it's interesting how little that author, of course, I appreciate his transparency in being willing to tell a personal story like that, but it's amazing to me how quickly your paradigm shifts from being irritated by children to feeling for a man who just lost his mate, who just lost the mother of his children. And then I walk the streets here in Kenya, and maybe we'll put some footage of me passing out some gospel tracts uh, and our group here passing out some gospel tracts on these streets. And you realize that what matters to you <laughs> doesn't really matter. You know, I just had the opportunity not long ago, this past weekend, to go to a graduation of a Bible college here in Kenya. 
You got to watch some graduates walk across the stage and get their diploma. The families were so proud of them, and it was a blessing to see. And then I hear some of the backstory of some of these graduates. And one of them has a four children, she's a lady. And the reason, one of the main reasons she got her Bible college degree was because she's a Sunday school teacher and she wants to be able to open God's word to the children in her class more effectively. My, my wife, uh, she can be a better preacher than I can sometimes. She brought this to my attention. And I'm thinking about the fact that in America, we've got Sunday school teachers. And, and uh, please understand, I'm in 45 or 50, 60 different churches. I don't say that braggingly, 50, 50 or 60 churches a year. But it's one of those things when you throw a rock, the one that yelps is the one that got hit. So if this bothers you, then I'm sorry. I'm going to drive on. Maybe I'm feeling a little bit preachy being over here in Kenya. This lady invested years of her life to teach her children in her Sunday school class more effectively, got a Bible college degree, and we've got Sunday school teachers that can't show up studied on Sunday morning. We even give them the curriculum sometimes, and they can't show up having read it through once before they sit down. I'm telling you this as a young man who grew up in church. I remember a Sunday school teacher, I won't tell you his name, doesn't matter, but it made an impression upon me, and it made me think I never want to do this to any children in my class or, or anyone under my preaching or teaching. And he... We'd sit down, he'd sit down in front and literally read the lesson to us. No, not even commentary on it. And I don't mean to bash you around the head and the shoulders right now. But we don't take the things that we should take seriously, seriously. And we take things that are so light, so trivial, so nonsensical. We take them so seriously, don't we? It's amazing to me that God's allowed me the privileges that I have, and I'm ashamed for myself of the times that I don't put the emphasis where God wants me to put the emphasis. I think about the opportunities over these past four years, and the end of this year will be my fourth year, the end of my fourth year at Bible Tracks Incorporated. What a blessing. Starting my fifth year, can you believe it? Half a decade almost. I went back and I listened to some snippets of my very first week of broadcasting. <laughs> very first ones. I'm going to have to play those sometime just so you can laugh at me. And I think about quote unquote how far I've come, but I also think about the people that have invested in me along the way. And I think about how God's blessed along the way. And I wonder for myself, do I need to change my paradigm a little bit, change my perception? Am I taking seriously that which should be taken seriously? You know, just uh, today, remember we're nine or so hours ahead of you folks there. This morning uh, in Kenya time, we were pulling out in the van uh, right back over my shoulder back there and we squeeze every, every person we can in there and uh, make the most use of you realize the roads here are not the greatest and so i think my tailbone is feeling it just a little bit but we pulled out and some preacher boys from 
well, the national pastors that we're working with over here, putting out some gospel tracks. We pull out, and just as we pull out, I'm looking from the second row, Bob's in the front and the national pastor's driving, and I see a motorcycle accident happen literally right in front of me, and we pull up and realize that it's some of our preacher boys, on one, two of them on one motorcycle and some knucklehead on another, just not paying attention. You realize road signs and all those types of things are not heated quite as well as they may be in the U.S. And praise God, the worst injury they really had was dress pants got split, got uh, down by the knee, just completely wore out. It could have been far worse, could have been bloody legs, could have been... I saw one of the preacher boys look like an acrobat, look like a gymnast, just go flipping. I think did basically a full flip, kind of landed on his feet and stumbled and, and basically jogged away because of the momentum that it gave him. Praise God, no big issues, but... To think about how quickly a life could have been ended. I mean, as fast and as hard as it looked, I mean, both motorcycles were, it was probably 30, 45, you know, 40 mile an hour or whatever that is, in, you know, kilometers per hour. Could have been very serious. We could have been having a funeral this coming week. To God be the glory, we're not. But that puts it in perspective, though, doesn't it? We major on the minors sometimes during the. Bible college graduation. Well, the pastor has been a missionary here for almost 30 years. He was giving a charge to the young men and the ladies that were graduating. And he talked about from Ezekiel, the, the valley of dry bones. And he was asking, you know, do you see things the way God sees things? Because when God sees a valley of dry bones, he doesn't see a valley of dry bones. He sees the, the mighty army that he can create. And when you saw these young people before they were graduates, before three, four years ago, when they were just coming to Bible college, how did you see them? Were they just dry bones to you, a bag of bones? And he talks about, you realize this, is a, this may be more poignant and more pointed in Kenya. But he asked the question, aren't you glad, talking to the graduates, many of them married, married students, aren't you glad, he said to, to this effect, aren't you glad, talking to their wives, the wives of the graduates, aren't you glad your husband has gotten right with God, is serving God, and has stopped beating you? Hmm. Now, I know for a fact, under the sound of my voice, because I, I've talked with some of them, and my heart goes out to them. I know there are people listening right now who do deal with domestic violence, who do deal with spousal abuse, whether not just physically. There's way more ways to hurt your the person you're supposed to love more than anyone else in the world. But when you're talking to a lady wearing sunglasses because she looks like a raccoon because her eyes have been so beaten, all of a sudden what you're worried about and your inconveniences. And the fact that we've got to jump in this vehicle and drive for an hour and a half to go do ministry somewhere on horrible roads bouncing up and down. All of a sudden, that doesn't seem to matter as much, does it? I'd encourage you to get your eyes off of you. I'll probably say this multiple times uh, as we talk about our time in Kenya. And this is just scratching the surface. But Mark Twain said something to the effect of travel. Travel is fatal to prejudice, bigotry, and narrow-mindedness. And he said some of our people need it sorely on that account. What he was saying was some of us are pretty self-serving. We only like people like us. 
And I'm not, I'm not just talking about the color of our skin. I'm just, I'm talking about people that look like us, people that act like us, or how about people that are us, that person in the mirror. I like me some Micah McCurry, but it'd be wise if I stopped liking myself so much and number one, started loving Jesus like I should. Number two, started loving others. J-O-Y, Jesus, then others, then you. And I realized this particular broadcast has been I wouldn't call it a rant. I don't know if I'd call it rambling. I, I did have a specific thought in mind, and hopefully I've communicated it to you today. The remainder of this week, we're going to dive back into a message from many years ago that I think is going to be a blessing to you. I know we've had a lot of preachers from the past, Paul Levine and whatnot, over the past couple of weeks, but I believe it's, it's been a help to me, and I hope it'll be a help to you. My prayer, as always, is that you have a great day. For his glory, pray that God's word has free course here in Kenya as we continue putting out gospel tracks. Have a great day for his glory, and we'll plan on talking to you soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309 309- 828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.